what it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, a.k.a. of 71 and your auditory canals are tuned in to Season 6, Episode 17 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Not much. Just uh, happy to be here. Happy to have tomorrow off. We're recording on a Sunday, so I am very excited. What was that, Kev? I said, tell me about it. Right? Right? (laughs) I know that a lot of people are working from home, and so it doesn't feel like a holiday. But I'm sorry. Working from home can be just as stressful (laughs) as working in an Mm -hmm. office. So I am happy for this day of rest. So I I, will hear you 10 million times forward on that. So. (laughs) <laughs> so but that's i'm happy i'm happy to talk about games happy to be here and uh thank you all for joining us every week indeed and of course our show is a no-go without trader joe aka the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar what's up brother not much man just like you guys said just uh grateful to have a longer weekend on there in fact i got tuesday off but uh I need to log into my work computer to do something at least for 10, 15 minutes. So that kind of sucks. But <laughs> Desmond was kind of notating that the fact that I actually worked an extra like almost four hours on Friday just to try to catch up and get stuff done before signing off. That way I don't have to worry about sacrificing my my uh, day off on Tuesday. So it's almost like I should have just worked on Tuesday and just been done with it. But. Yeah, but you you're you're a you're you're a company man, so you get stuff done, and that's always something that I admired about you is your work ethic, buddy. So you just keep on at it. Company man. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't like try a, to. Sounds like a sounds like a he man villain. <laughs> no, it, it's a it's an old uh, Japanese adage that they use for for people who are just like, you know, super oh. into the company. You know, I I think, you know, I get 15 minute breaks and half an hour lunch. And I I can't even count the amount of times I've taken like 40 minutes for my lunch or 20, 25 minutes for my break. So it's all relative. I hope they're not listening. The IRS isn't listening. (laughs) You know, the tax man going to come and collect the hours, buddy. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Don't talk about my employer. You, you, uh, every time you mention their name, they might be. Uh, that's true. Be <laughs> the yeah. tax man's all. Excuse me. What? What, what was that? What was that? <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I feel you, buddy. Because like I, I, I sometimes I, I worry that I'm gonna go visit you, and you're gonna be all dead with like a tax book in your hand, <laughs> you know, at a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Joe, no. It is not that serious. And Meowth is all like, uh, Meowth is just shaking his head like, I tried to warn him. I tried to warn him. (laughs) It's not that serious. If it was that serious, I'd be with another employer. So (laughs) I know. I'm just messing with you, buddy. Mm. Well, I know I'm I'm back to work at my um, at my normal, you know. I'm not. I wasn't working from home because you know the job that I have is not set up to allow for that. So uh, we were limited staff uh, for a while. Now everybody's back, and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do when the courts officially open up to the public. So 
Um, yeah, I I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know how they're going to get those all those defendants in in there. You know, sitting shoulder to shoulder when uh, uh, social distancing is in practice. I know they're already kicking stuff out, sending notices to people that got ticketed. You know, three months ago that hey, you've got new court dates. So I think um, I think they're going to either reduce calendar sizes so that we can enforce social distancing in the courtroom or they're going to try and work something out. I know they've been using Zoom and other um, uh, networking programs to try and facilitate court proceedings, certain court proceedings anyway. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that stuff plays out. Um, So anyway, (laughs) I'm still wearing my mask. I don't care what what the... um, what the new new the new thing is because every time it doesn't matter if it's winter spring summer or fall somebody is always hacking and cacking up a lung right in every courtroom and i'm just not i i ain't comfortable with that so uh, you're not gonna go to the pool or the lake and go there with your mask with everyone oh no <laughs> no i tell you y'all y'all can keep compete playing with this disease if you want to but I'm going to tell you, it's like, well, you know, until you either know someone who is uh, surviving it or has unfortunately fallen to it, it just feels, I, I get it, it just feels like, you know, I, oh, this is just a, an extension, you know, like maybe a, a harsher cold. Now, at the same time, it's not the bubonic plague, but no, you you mess around and this thing will put you in the dirt for sure. You know, but you know. I love uh, still we see like, you know, the like, oh, oh, why don't they list all the people that died from the flu? It's like, OK, <laughs> OK, people are dumb. All man. right. Keep messing with it. Yeah. Keep on messing with it. <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, social stupidity notwithstanding. Um, first topic on our doc is going to be the playlist. So, Des, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, man? Uh, yeah. So, I have been playing with my 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 uh, my esteemed colleague, uh, uh, Joe. Uh, I have been playing uh, Division Two. Finally, started getting into the the uh, the DLC content, um, uh, Warlords of New York. Mm, was slightly a tiny bit disappointed was expecting a little bit more we kind of went through the first because like you basically have to go to like four different areas of of uh of downtown like manhattan area of uh of uh new york and you're finally find trying to find aaron keeter the guy who's like the big baddie of this story and you're finally going to bring him bring him down, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Probably not. He's probably going to escape, and we're going to have another DLC manhunt or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, I think the gunplay is fun. Um, I haven't really dug too deep into it. I am enjoying... Uh, I'm still enjoying playing the game. I'm still enjoying playing it with, uh, with Joe. Um, I have a pretty solid build that I'm using right now that I really, really enjoy. I'm a tech guy, so I sit back and let most of my, um, my drones and my, 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 my little babies do all the, do all the attacking and stuff like that. But I haven't really delved too much into, uh, 
a lot of the like I haven't been chasing any any specific gear or or anything like that. Like I haven't really started like meta gaming it, and I don't know if I am or not. But I'm um, probably going to probably gonna continue doing that for a while until we get through with the DLC, and then hopefully another DLC will come out to keep us going. But but I I, I have genuinely been enjoying this game. I, I have definitely got my money's worth uh for from it and and this is like hundreds of times better than um than uh division one so i'm just uh, i'm just loving it loving it loving it loving it um i've been playing it a little bit more too uh, after we played on there in fact i was playing a little bit uh yesterday and on the weekend and just to add to that just before you go into whatever else you've been playing um I've been, been having fun. Uh, I, I've been going around and trying to find, because uh, the thing about the Warlords expansion is that you have to go in and, and basically go find a bunch of shade techs on there to do uh, some of the projects on there. And so I've been having fun at least trying to get to the shade techs. And I've been eventually opening up some activities on there, which, you know, at first it seemed like the the kind of map is kind of barren as far as activities are concerned. They want you to play the story missions first, but uh, you're able to do that. Yeah. And then I've been messing with the uh, benefits of uh, they have a particular armor sets that have particular attributes if you equip so many uh, Mm -hmm. of them on there. And so I um, pretty much have four parts in Africa. I think it's like the ace set or something like that. I'm trying to remember the actual name of it. But uh, uh, once you equip four or more pieces, you're able to uh, get enhancements to um, the marksman rifle. And the marksman rifle was a kind of a weapon type I've never really messed with that much on there. And the way it would work with this particular enhancement is that every uh, bullet that you shoot gives out a particular card, like, you know, a two, three, jack, ace, diamond, you know, um, I mean, the queen, king, and then if you wind up getting three of a kind or a full house or something like that, then your next uh, bullets for X amount of time have uh, certain powers to them as far as uh, they're enhanced and have high damage on there. So, and so I've been was playing around with that. And so it's kind of a very contrast to the kind of the tanky type of play I've been doing on there. And so um, experimenting with that was kind of cool, you know, messing with the marksman rifle. So, but that's pretty much where I'm at with you and with the warlords on that so yeah so that's pretty much uh um that's pretty much uh the uh warlords of new york and division two um also been playing uh pillars of eternity uh to dead fire i've been trying uh uh been trying basically to find a class that i really like i do like creating classes but i really need to get on with this and and, and play it or or move on to something else because i tend i tend to do that a lot so so i'm picking a class i'm gonna play it i played the first couple of um missions um but trying to trying to sit down and get into it i'm trying to i really liked the first game and got pretty far on it but didn't beat it because a lot of these games but you had to do a lot you know you just got to kind of do a lot um to kind of stay involved with them, a lot of micromanaging uh, with your characters and stuff. Although you can turn that stuff off, but but it, it it's a I do the active combat, so you're actually running around and fighting. Um, 
all the same time and you can uh, pause it when you want to so that's been interesting but again it's just kind of fi- finding that 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 play style or that character you know so uh i think it's called decision paralysis or whatever i don't know but but um i think i found one that i like and i'm going to be playing it through uh so probably gonna be playing this game in between uh playing um division two with joe i needed something else because it can't all just be division two all the time um and I want to get back into my uh, my Switch. I still play Mario Kart with some friends uh, on Tuesdays, uh, but I want to start getting in with my Switch. I haven't played it in a while, but there's a pretty good Switch sale going on right now that I'm going to check out. So we'll see. But that's what I've been playing. So Joe, uh, I know you've been playing Division Two. What else have you been playing? Uh, not that much, and uh, pretty much Division's been like 95 percent of my gameplay, but. Uh, I did happen to uh, buy a new game. I buy games all the time, but whether I play them or not is a whole other thing in a nutshell. But uh, I bought a new game called Hunt Down, and it's a side-scrolling uh, 16-bit shooter on there. And so it's just I love the motif. Uh, the gameplay is great, 60 frames a second, great music on there. Two-player co-op, of course. I'm not sure if it's online co-op or not, but I know neither of you two own it on there but uh i've been i played a little bit uh, i've been playing the first gang on there there's a few bounties i need to, to grab on there but uh just if if you want a point of reference uh, just think uh rolling thunder or elevator action returns either of those two games on there where you're running left to right you're grabbing like different weapons uh, gatling guns bats that kind of thing um and you're just laying waste you got some bounties to catch and uh uh, gangs to eliminate on there so and it has a little very cool like pixel art um very cool like you know like futuristic like 80s futuristic action movie motif to it so i just want to I, I every time i like say that i want to say remember the old crackdown you know that that old video game where you remember Crackdown, right? And then and that 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 voice. Yeah, you talk about the old Sega co- yeah, coin. Yeah, Crackdown. I kind of think I whenever I hear Hunt Down, I'm like Hunt Down, but it's not. <laughs> but you know, but again, I just think it would be I just think it would be hilarious. But anyway, I just yeah. And one yeah. thing that ca- kind of drew me into this game is that the the trailer just had such a badass narrator. It's like reminding me of <laughs> yeah, the Crackdown narrator. Exactly and the, and the, right. <laughs> cool thing about the game is that the narrator is actually in the game too so there is narrated portions of uh the game as well and there's some voice acting uh, throughout as well so it's another enhancement of this modern age on here but you know the the gangs in the game kind of remind me uh of the warriors like the movie the warriors on there it's very motif like you know like New York street gangs basically on there you got like one called the misconducts you know and so it's just uh, I would definitely give it my uh, highest recommendation I know the female protagonist in the game which has a Gatling gun for an arm her name is Anaconda which I know Desmond you loved Anaconda such a silly name I was just like sure whatever (laughs) it looks like a female Nick Cage basically with an eye patch and all shot so (laughs) Yeah, I definitely want to pick this up. Uh, what systems you got it for the PS4, right? PS4, yeah. Okay, yeah, I gotta get it. I think I, yeah, I think it'd be fun to run through it and just. I think you would like it up. too, Kev. It's twenty bucks. So. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I thought about it. I haven't made. It, haven't jumped on it yet. Gotcha. All right, and that's pretty much it. I dabbled real quick with the uh, 
Warhammer Chaos Band, but literally I just went in. Uh, they didn't even play anything. I just went in to discover as far as where the shop was and sold most most of my stuff. So. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you, you play a game to like to flip stuff, <laughs> sell stuff, and buy stuff. No, I was going to start playing the game, but then you wanted to play a division, so I oh, uh, stopped fault. at that point. Oh. No, not your fault. Yeah, he's like, I, he's, I he's like, I'm going to play the game. This actually, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of cool. Is that the extra weapons and extra uh, armor that you want to sell? You don't really sell for gold. You sell for reputation on there, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then once you get, you know, once you get uh, past a particular level of reputation, then you get uh, certain item drops. So. I love how he. I love how he says, like you know, I was going to play, but then you wanted to play division, and uh, I, I, I had to oblige. <laughs> <laughs> Not like he's twisting my arm or anything. Yeah. Know, so. well, yeah. Silly. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much what I've been up to. Uh, I did wind up picking up uh, Mafia Two Definitive Edition uh, Wario sixty four. If you don't follow him on Twitter. Uh, you know, one work day I was just sitting there on break and saw that he said that, hey, it's Mafia 2 Definitive Edition's free on the Malaysian PSN store. And it's like, okay, well, time to go make a Malaysian PSN account. So, <laughs> so I wound up making a Malaysian PSN account and um, of course you got did. my username signed in, went to the PSN store, but bought it for free and it's on my PS4. So. Is it in English? Uh, it's the English version, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sometimes okay. there are are price mistakes and on like you know on the uh, particular PSN markets and you know this happened before with Xbox, but what Xbox did once they discovered you were trying to take advantage of a pricing error by creating a store account like for some odd reason like in Belgium or something, they were banning the people that were downloading the games, which to me is very unuser friendly in my opinion. So, but I think at the worst, what would happen is they'll just pull the license, but. Uh, and it's just it's kind of funny to say yeah go you know some people they have like just like a UK PSN account a UK, Germany PSN account I happen to have a Japanese PSN account now I have a Malaysian PS account so yay me so mm. <laughs> that's hilarious all right mm. what you been playing Kev uh, well I've been playing the usual stuff Monster Hunter World. The uh, Safi Siege has rotated out, and now it's the Kove uh, Taroth, or Kove Taroth. I keep forgetting how to pronounce that. But um, I had said I was only going to do one bow. I wound up kind of grinding out the, the Siege a little bit, and I've got two bows pretty much maxed out as far as the, uh, as far as the Safi pieces go. Um, I've also got a full I've got a full Safi uh, armor set, which I quite I haven't quite figured out what who benefits from the the Safi armor set quite yet. I, I don't really know because I use charged blade and bow, uh, and really Safi really doesn't do anything for for either either one of those. Uh, I may I'm gonna have to do some more research because the set looks good. Um, I, I think it's a really good looking uh, a really good looking set. But I, man, I, don't, I just don't know if the weapons that I use really benefit from it or not. So I've got a lightning bow and I've got a frost bow maxed out. I got a water bow 
that would be maxed out, but I didn't fully understand the upgrade mechanics when I was messing with the water bow. So it's all, it's 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 got benefits, but they're they're all wonky, and unfortunately, you can't undo what you've done, which um, That's always I wish annoying. they'd let you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's indeed, annoying. indeed. But uh, but yeah, still still. Messing, messing, messing with that. I don't know if I'm going to be running Monster Hunter as much as I have been. I know I keep saying that every week, but now that I've got uh, three bows, uh, the only way to ma- the only way for me to max them out completely uh, to make the meta builds is to get the required resources from the Guiding Lands, and the Guiding Lands is just such a drag. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm really going to push myself to really do that. Um, or if I'm going to, I mean, I'll still play it. I know if, when, if, when, and if you guys pick the game up again, um, I'll run it with you because I'm, I'm at high enough level. It'd be real easy to get you guys up to speed, but I, I, it, it, we'll see. I'll just I'll just put it like that. We'll see. <laughs> Second row, been messing with that a little bit. Uh, got out of the gun the gun fortress, and now I'm dealing with uh, poisonous lizards spitting at me everywhere I go. So I'm still dealing with that, trying to figure out how to get out of the underground passage. Well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Streets of Rage Four. Man, I'm 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 loving this game. Uh, I haven't unlocked any additional characters yet, but well, I haven't finished the game yet, but because it's mostly like, uh, I mostly uh, turn on Streets of Rage just before I end, like, you know, if I get on kind of late and I don't feel like running with Monster Hunter or something that late, I'll, I'll start a, a Streets of Rage game session and just kind of mess with that a little bit. Uh, right now, I'm just trying to learn how to how to max out my combos, trying to build up my score, um, and learn how to you know just kind of push my push my uh, my level ratings up higher than higher than they've been lately. Because it's tricky. Uh, the the combo system you can get up to. You can I've seen P. I've looked on YouTube. I've seen people that have have, have got up to multiple uh, thousands of hits uh when they co- going through a section of a level and you get you really have to be mindful of how you uh maintain your combo meter so it's not it, it it's not it, you can you can end it too quickly <laughs> so to speak and by the time you get to the next group of baddies the combo meter has reset and you're starting from ground zero again so uh so I'm just trying to trying to trying to figure out how to maximize that. And I I too picked up a new game. I picked up Man Eater. Oh, you bought it, huh? Yeah, I bought Man Eater, and I was I tell you, I was really looking forward to it. I mean, the the idea of a of playing the role of a shark, uh, chomping down on humans, just like. It just makes the twelve-year-old kid in me just do backflips because I grew up <laughs> in the age where Jaws was the big thing, and you know, you know, every, everyone was, you know, it, it, it just, it just sat, it just it's something that the twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old, you know, the junior high me that is still alive and well in my in in my innermost person is just like, yeah, I'm gonna eat people. Um, <laughs> it. 
the I this game should be a lot more fun than than it turned out to be. I spent about three three and a half hours with it, and after that three three and a half hours, that I, I deleted it off my hard drive. Really? Um, yeah. Oh. And I think the reason why I don't like the game, I mean. It, it, it's not a pretty game, but I knew that going in. You, you don't get a game like this because it's pretty. Mm-hmm. The problem is the controls. The controls are problematic. Um, not only that, but the the way that you deal with enemies that are stronger than you, it's really problematic. The control, it's one thing when you're just swimming around, because the way the game is built, the game is built around your skill tree, which they call your your evolutions, right? So eating different things gives you different nutrients, which then you can then convert when you find a grotto, which is basically the equivalent of your uh, your your break screen or your your home hub and then you can upgrade different things and you can you can make yourself an electric shark you can make yourself a bone shark which makes you immune to just to to bullets and and harpoons and you can make yourself into i think you can make yourself into a meg as well at some point toward the end game but a meg let well, like a megalodon, oh, like that giant okay. prehistoric shark that, okay. can, that was like you know can, that, can that eat J- city buses. Whole. Yeah, that Jason that Jason State the movie. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's one of the things you can eventually turn yourself into. I'm not sure, but the problem is when you're dealing with enemies that are stronger than you, the lock on the very very loose lock on system that they have. It, it, it's not it just it's just not working uh the button that you use to bite is kind of like your homing button and once you get within range you hit your bite button and your shark will dash in and start attacking right but the problem with that is it is so loose you lose track if there's another target with it's anywhere close to whatever it is that you're trying to bite and you can't do a manual lock on um the computer will switch you out to that other target and you'll go dashing off towards something else. And it's like, well, no, that's not what I'm trying to bite. So enter, enter the enemies that are stronger than you, that you have to beat in order to get uh, uh, evolution points and, and resources and whatnot to grow. I'm fighting this alligator in the in the bayou, in the Louisiana bayou, and basically what I'm doing is I you, what you have to do is you have to swim around. There's no way to keep this thing in your purview because I mean there's arrows that when you're when it's not on screen that I'll tell you where it is in 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 uh, relation to where you are positioned. The problem is is that you wind up just doing these swimming around in these loose loosely tightening circles ever gradually tightening circles waiting for the enemy to do a tell to do an action tell like open its mouth to come after you and you have to dodge it and then what's supposed to happen according to the tutorial is after you dodge it the enemy will glow by the way, everything's glowing in the water, so so that's very. I had to figure out exactly. Well, what do you mean glow? Everything's glowing, you know, particularly when you upgrade your sonar. But what it means is that it's going to glow yellow, and there'll be like a circle around it, 
And that indicates that it's in recovery, I guess, after trying to do an attack. But again, the problem is because there is no manual lock on, you've got to swim around and tighten that circle up and hope that there's nothing else around that thing so that when you do go into attack that you actually land the bite on that enemy. And nine times out of ten, because obviously you're in a big old lake or in this massive body of water with a ton of sea life, marine life in it, there's going to be other stuff around it, including other uh, enemies like it. Like the, the target alligator that I was fighting, our fight took us to this other section of the grotto, uh, I mean of the bayou, and there were two more alligators so as I'm trying to focus on the one that I have to kill to get to to pass the level, as I'm getting ready to strike, oh, well, the other alligator is here. Oh, well, let me switch your target to that one. And my shark winds up trying to bite that one. And it's not in that you can bite me state. And it winds up biting me in half. And it's just really really frustrating to to try and get that 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 targeting thing they they, that needed to bake a lot longer Mm. otherwise i would i would have a lot of fun with it uh one of the things that you can do is you can actually launch you can beat yourself uh in the tutorial levels they show you how to beat yourself so if there's people like um on blankets by the beach you can Throw yourself out of the ocean, hop on the beach and chase them and bite them, eat them on the beach and then hop back into the water. I mean, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it really <laughs> is. And, and it, it, the, I, I think there's a there might be a trophy about how many people you can eat before you suffocate. Um, <laughs> and you can do things like launch yourself up into the air over the bows of ships and schooners. Well, not schooners, but you know, like those sailboats, those you know, those with the with the tall sails that you see, and you can like grab people like right off the boat and take them into the water and eat them that way. That's fun. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of neat things about the game, but when it comes time to actually do the missions that you need to do to go on to the next level. You know, I it, it, it's frustrating, and that 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 lock-on system is just trash, and so I was really disappointed. It, it, I kind of put it in the Kakarot school in the Kakarot class. It's in, uh, it's in class Kakarot. Um, it, you, just, you just wanted it to be better, right? I wanted it to be better. I wanted it to be better. And that core mechanic that you need to use in order to beat those stronger enemies that are strong, more powerful than you. Without a true manual lock-on, it's just not. It's just not working. Not working at all. So, so you're gonna hold on to the game, or are you gonna wait to see maybe if they patch it or something like that? I, no, I, I'm. I'm you're not. I'm, I doubt that it is something that's going to be patched. Um, mm. it, it's. It, it's the way they made the game, and you know, uh, I don't. I don't even know if GameStop has even taken re taken trades any you know, since you um had... not in california but uh i left you a clue or i left you some hints on the uh gaming vessels discord as far as how Ooh. to properly get rid of this thing and maybe uh not have to eat uh the entire cost i think See. the trade in price for man eater right now is 1320 with your power up rewards all right, all right everybody. 10%, so 
You hearing that? Mm-hmm. We got we got special <laughs> Trader Joe, you know, stuff in the Discord. So if you haven't joined, you're missing out on on Trader Joe's one on one courses on how to get rid of games you don't want anymore. So just saying, you might want to join our Discord. He's he's giving free classes, yo. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, well, uh, basically, Kev, just to make uh, make boil it down the basics. Uh, GameStop's doing a buy two get one. Free, oh, why are you so. telling them now? Don't tell them now. I'm telling them now. <laughs> just in case the listeners are curious. So well, we so want them to go get... to our Discord. <sighs> they could still go to our Discord. Look at Joe. See, Joe's so nice that he wants he wants to give this out. You know, to all of you, all all of your listeners. See, Joe's top notch i know so yeah go go buy go buy through if you have other games you want to get kev that are in the 40 bucks each price point you could go buy two get one free make man eater one of your games on there and then return man eater to best buy and get your 39.99 back basically so Mm, okay if you want to do it that way mind you you have to also make sure they don't give you that display copy with the sticker on it <laughs> as the new game <laughs> on there because returning that will not work on there mm-hmm. to get your 40 bucks back from Best Buy. In fact, I got Maneater here sitting in the box. I haven't opened my box yet. I bought it new as well so I'm not kind of going hmm. Well, you should at least try it. Yeah, try yeah. it. You know, maybe, maybe you'll like it. You know, uh, Maybe I'll, I'll swing by your place and grab your disc. There, <laughs> you could leave it on the yeah. porch that way. <laughs> you are out of control. Yo. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> but, but you uh, know, yeah, yeah things like this kind of kind of say too that you know I wish in in a perfect world, especially with digital. If you bought this digitally, you would have been able to get a refund if you bought this on Steam. You know, you, I don't think you played it two two hours, right? I played it about three and a half hours actually. Three and a half hours. Okay, then yeah, there there went my argument. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, but yeah, that's what I've been that's what I've been playing this past week. So, next topic on the docket is going to be the news. And Trader Joe's going to let you know what's been happening in the industry of gaming. So, Joe, take it away. Okay. Got some quick hits here. Um First thing, a game that Desmond's been playing a little bit, a uh, game I've been meaning to play but haven't yet. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 is going to be leaving early access later this year on there. So I didn't even realize that it wasn't at its full um, release point on there. I guess uh, they are looking to release 1.0 uh, release of Risk of Rain um, in the fall on there. So uh, according to the studio, the game's currently expected to exit its early access state in August 2020 for PC players, followed by its console launch on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch in the fall. Um, so uh, the studio uh, Hopo says they wanted to make sure that Risk of Rain 2's launch iteration was a truly a complete game experience, not only in the terms of content, but by improving and iterating on old features and content that it's been left behind on there. While the game's launch was targeted for earlier this year, the studio confirmed that it will be taking a little bit more time with the 1.0 release of Risk of Rain 2 for additional development polish on there. They clarified that the delay in leaving early access has not been altered because of COVID-19 and that the studio's operations are mostly unaffected by the ongoing pandemic on there. So just look forward if you do own this game. I mean... 
great. Um, if you don't, you know, go buy it so you can play with me and Dez on there. It might be something that we could circle back to on there. Have you been playing it all that much, Dez? I know you've uh, been dabbling in it, right? Uh, just dabbling in it. Um, you, I think I really want to, I, like, I really want to play it with someone else. Like, I want to be able to run around because, like, I was playing it on easy just because I was like, okay, you know, let's see what easy can do. But, um, when you play the normal, the, the the game has kind of a, the game's kind of kind of tough, you know. I mean, it's a it's a roguelite, so it's supposed to be, and you really got to kind of know what you're doing and shooting. So I really would like to play with someone else, and then like open up the the other, the other characters. So um, yeah, yeah. So if you're if you want to play Joe, let me know. If you if any of you listeners want to play, let us know. Uh, you want to play Kev? It's actually it's actually a pretty good game. It's 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 literally just a horde mode. It's a horde mode, and you pick up various different um, upgrades, and you can upgrade in different ways that piggyback on other things. But you always start off as pretty much a blank canvas because it's a roguelite, and there's certain things uh, I think that that become permanent bonuses that you can pick for the start of the run. So each run, each run is similar but just different enough to make it interesting. Yeah, for June, they're going to drop Artifacts 2.0, new stages, bosses, and items on there. Um, and then in the fall, they have a, a survivor mode, uh, final stage, final bosses, new items, and equipment. So when they get the um, 1.0 version out on there. So and if you're looking to pick this up, I mean, you can go online. I believe it's like 20 bucks on the PSN store, but there is a physical copy grab that comes with Risk of Rain 1 included with the uh, disc on there. I know that Target had it for as low as like 17 bucks with both games in the in the box on there. Same thing at Best Buy on there. So that's a standard price for uh, the retail release uh, right there. So just take a look at that and kind of go from there i was just thought it was kind of interesting and another game i've been meaning to play you know this news has a particular theme uh final fantasy 14 now has a starter edition that is free for you to play on ps4 on there so if you want to give final fantasy 14 a go and you want to be able to see everything that there is to the game um, it's going to be available. You could download it up till May 26 on there. Once you do download the starter edition uh, for free, you'll be able to play it for 30 days of free access on there, which is pretty sizable amount of time to dabble with it. It's just the base game. It does not include any of the extra DLC, including like the latest uh DLC Shadowbringers with it, but at least gives you an idea as far as how the game plays on there. So if you are interested, definitely fire it up and uh, give her a go on there. Uh, I know you haven't played in the Wild Des, right? Uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, fourteen. Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're literally just getting free money from me at this point, which is sad. <laughs> so. I me def- too. In fact, yeah. I'm, I'm paying for my second month and I haven't even fired the game up yet. Um, I haven't <laughs> wanted to play it again, though. I mean, um, uh, again, it's one of those games that, that I got on a discount and I do fire it up every now and again, but but paying a subscription for it is, you know, is kind of crazy because I'm actually not playing it right now. So, so oh. I do think it's time to either poop or get off the pot with that game, you know. Put up or shut up, yeah. Well, um, but that's always how it happens, you know. I play the game for a while, I get tired of it, and then I cancel my subscription. And it's not like the progress goes anywhere, so. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I, you know, I'm going to get charged on the 28th. Today's the 24th, so I'm either going to fire it up this weekend and get started with it or not play it at all. So it just depends on where, where I stand and where I need to push myself to get, get through. And if I have to push myself to actually play a game, maybe I don't mean to play it to begin with. But, uh, you know, it's just getting out of habits. You know, Division 2 has been a habit. I think if I, you know, with this four-day weekend of mine, be able to get it fired up, I think, it, you know, we're either going to be talking about it next episode or not mentioning this game again. <laughs> yeah, well, let me know. If you want to play it, I'll, I'll definitely play with you. I'll start another character oh. and play it. It's fine. Yeah, in fact, listeners, if you're interested too, let us know. Go on the PSN. I mean, Kev, even if you want to dabble, and I doubt you want to dabble on the MMO, no. but now, <laughs> now, nope. I, I did the idea of paying for a game on console and already paying to get online access is just uh, that's that's a hill I can't get over. There you go. Gotcha. All right. And then in other news that kind of caught me by surprise a little bit and something I'm looking forward to, uh, they announced a another online showcase for new games to show, but it's something that kind of is in our wheelhouse. So uh, they announced a New Game Plus Expo, uh, and they have a Twitter account. They have a Twitch account on there, but it's going to be an online showcase from video game publishers and developers from around the world on there. It's going to happen on June 23rd. Uh, 8 p.m. 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on there. Uh, they will have new game announcements from such develop- developers as Arc System Works, Ascus, Atlas, Grasshopper Manufacturer, Koei Tecmo, Natsume, NIS America, Sega, SNK, Spike Chunsoft, and WayForward. So definitely right i mean if you want to talk about a sweet spot this is like you know when you're watching the sony press conference or the microsoft press conference and you're just looking for that one little nugget of something that's just you know something in your wheelhouse you know something that might be deemed as uh our fellow co-host my fellow co-host on gh radio lefty brown would say two japanese per se (laughs) these are Uh, mainly Japanese developers on here, uh, obviously, and they want a little showcase of their own. And so, obviously, since there is no Tokyo Game Show and they want to have a brighter spotlight on some of these games, uh, we'll have to see what's shown on here. But we'll have to see if they'll show like more of Yakuza Like a Dragon, No More Heroes 3 on here. I know Playism is also part of this, so you might see more of Bright Memory Infinite, uh, all the game that, you know, the Xbox fanboys now love because it was featured on an inside Xbox. So, but guess, surprise, surprise, it was developed in Asia. So I don't know if you're going to like it or not. Dun, dun, dun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Something to look forward to uh, coming up uh, next month on there. In fact, I saw this and I was super excited because I saw it said May 23rd, not June 23rd. So I was all thinking it was going to be this weekend. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I'll be ready down, but any expectations of this guy? Just happy to see these uh, developers get a, a a spotlight. Yeah, it's definitely needed in this time of social distancing and stuff being canceled left and right. So I'm like, yeah, bring it. I know. I can't wait to see a Sega Atlas SNK way forward. You know, so Tecmacoe, it's right in my wheelhouse, man. So yeah, but this is just the yeah. beginning. You know, there's going to be a ton of different ones I, I saw. So, so yeah. if, if you miss this one, there's going to be another one right around the corner. For sure. In fact, yeah, I'm going to segment to the next one because uh, 
There was a uh, thing with Jeff Keighley that basically they have announced that the uh, Summer Game Fest will be coordinating with the Day of the Devs team uh, at um, – I can't even think of the name of the uh, Day of the Devs. It's uh, – It's uh, Dias Moites. Uh, yeah, it's the right after the day after Hall- – well, it's supposed to be around Halloween. No, I'm talking about the developer. The, the developer that is doing Psychonauts 2. I'm trying to think. Oh, of uh, uh, Double Fine. Sorry, Double Fine. There you go. Yeah, Double Fine's working. Basically, that that's their event on there. And so, I didn't know they actually put it on. I'm yeah, yeah. They they put I it on. That. In fact, uh, the guy that was mainly responsible for uh, running Day of the Devs is actually uh, the guy at Double Fine that ran it previously. Is now um, basically, his name is uh, Greg Rice. Yeah, he, went, he actually moved over to PlayStation and he's oh, the, wow. their main indie guy on there. So, And so he said that there's going to be a lot of indie games at this particular event that will be stuff that is, uh, you know, sponsored by PlayStation. So, But they're going to have announcements and showing off games from a number of different studios, including Annapurna Interactive, The Behemoth uh, on there, Sabotage Studios, Skybound Games, Team 17, that game company. So there's uh, quite a bit of titles that are going to be shown on this particular focus. It's going to happen on June 22nd on there. So in fact, that is literally, I think, almost near the Game Plus Expo date, if I'm not mistaken. So, so yeah, uh, that's on June 23rd, so this is going to happen on June 22nd, so this will happen the day before on there. But they're looking uh, for a number of different games to be unveiled uh, on this particular event on there. So unfortunately, we won't be able to go to Day of the Devs. I don't think they're going to be having it locally like they have been in San Francisco on there, but yeah, something else to look forward to uh, once the time comes next month. So. Yeah. All right. And then also, uh, speaking of stuff to look forward to, uh, this is something regarding the uh, Square Enix game Outriders. I guess they're going to be ramping up to show more of the game. And so they're going to have monthly broadcasts on there. So People Can Fly and Square Enix will be starting monthly broadcasts next week on May 28th. And they're going to have it on a monthly cadence on there. So and so they're going to have, obviously, video streams and uh, showing of gameplay on there. And uh, we'll have to take a look to see uh, what they're going to show because this game is supposed to be out before the end of the year on there. And after it's in, you know showing a few months ago, we haven't really seen too much of it you know, since then. It's kind of the game that kind of looks like they mashed up Gears of War plus <laughs> Destiny on there. It just seems like uh, hopefully it kind of uh, shows that it's you know not just a generic shooter per se on there, but I've been kind of looking forward to seeing more on this game. So, so we'll definitely take a look at that. We'll be talking about that um, more once it becomes uh, ready for launch later this year. Uh, coming out for everything: PC, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, and Series X on there. So, cool. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm kind of curious to see wh- how this. Uh, if it's just like a, like you said, like a third-person Destiny, um, which I really wouldn't really have a problem with necessarily. Yeah. Because um, I did fully enjoy. I I thoroughly enjoyed Destiny One and Destiny Two. Um, 
but I got my money's worth from them for sure. But you know, I I I haven't really been able to figure out what this game is, what what it's about. So I'm glad that they're doing the this uh, monthly. Uh, now this is the one that they've said is going to have like a beginning and an end, and not correct. Have, it's not. Uh, it's not a. Um, it's not a open, games as a service. Type correct. Yeah. Deal. Even though it's a three-player co-op or you know shooter, it's definitely going to have a beginning, in, in middle, and end on there. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Borderlands because Borderlands the same way mm-hmm. on there. So it's the Borderlands is not a games as a service, but it's definitely a beefy game. You know. So mm-hmm. so I'm expecting the same thing on that for this game as well so okay cool yeah, i'll be watching i'll be definitely keep an eye on and we'll see because i mean it is a looter shooter you know there is going to be gear that drops and you know <laughs> i will probably be there day one on there so and i don't know about you guys des is this something that's going to pique your interest um i'm not really sure <laughs> yet I, I gotta I, I gotta watch and see more Gotcha. We'll definitely keep an eye on it. And then uh, latest news, actually, this is a rumor, um, but this is kind of something that kind of drew Kevin's attention and kind of drew my attention as well. Um, There's been a rumor that Blue Point Games is working on currently Foursquare Enix, a Legacy of Cain remake. Yes, I heard about this and I, 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 I want it. Like, do it. Let's do this. So yeah, they're saying that the remake has the main objective of repurposing uh, the plot of the original game in an extremely faithful way, or reproposing the plot, but at the same time uh, of reimagining its gameplay in a more modern style. On their Square Enix's goal is to bring it closer to a system similar to the, to today's uh, Souls games, but keeping the adventure game focus and also preserving the environmental puzzles on there so a project that blue points team particularly care about what's getting technical results very similar to those obtained with shadows of the colossus with a really evocative experience of the environment of the game on there so we'll have to see if this is a true blue um process of rumor on here because it was shared on 4chan unfortunately so (laughs) On there, so I guess uh, they are working supposedly also as well. Blue Point's also working on bringing a Jack and Daxter trilogy for PS4 on there, so so maybe to you know get some software for the PS4 while the PS5 it's making its way out of the, the box on there. But uh, this is like an IP that was kind of left on the vine, I think, in my opinion. They were reiterating on this quite a bit back in the 90s with Crystal Dynamics and. Yeah, you know, I always felt the games were pretty cool on there. I mean, after the first one, the Blood Omen, because that was the one that was developed by um, the team, the same team that did Two Human <laughs> on there. That once it moved Ugh. over to Crystal Dynamics, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I shouldn't say that. You know, Two Human, they they were trying something. I don't know what it was, but they were trying something. So. Yeah. It's okay. You know, it, it's a testament that you could play it on your Xbox One and Xbox One X. And if you want to try to human, it is free. You could get it for free. So all you have to do is invest your time if you want to play two human still at this time. So. No. <laughs> no. I know. I know. I'm good. <laughs> All right, and then my last news story is kind of uh, kind of touching upon a 
topic from the last couple episodes it had to do with the mafia trilogy on there so um as we talked about before mafia 2 definitive edition did drop mafia 3 um also dropped and basically what they did is they for mafia 3 it's a quote-unquote reintroduction of the of the game and they made all the dlc free for everyone but what they wound up doing is they basically went in and when they relaunched this thing uh they took back all the patches they put in place uh for the game and so basically uh, all the xbox one x and playstation 4 pro enhancements that were added to the game were removed with the latest patch on there i guess they forgot to add it <laughs> they huh. forgot to add the peas <laughs> on there so i mean so many many users were uh, stating on twitter and other social media outlets that the xbox one x and ps4 Prosians don't run at a higher resolution anymore they're not running in full 4k <laughs> And textures are blurry, and it seems like the developer and publisher are unaware of this issue. They're oblivious, I guess. <laughs> They're probably just like, oh, um, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing happened. One guy said he was in the middle of a playthrough of the game. He literally saw the patch came out, saved the game, loaded the patch, and then came back, and it was blurry as all get out. He wasn't able to play. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then there were some glitches in the game that they wound up patching out that were back into the game. <laughs> okay. They reverted so. to an earlier version. Sounds yeah, like, like yeah, sorry, folks. What they did, yeah. So that's silly. Yeah. Like you would so, think yeah. they would have like playtesting or some kind of, you know, hey, let's see what's going on with this, you know. But I guess that was not part of their plan i guess well you know it's just it's like you at the office you're sending like you know you someone asks hey send me this file and you want them grabbing the file that's the old one and sending to... <laughs> same thing happened at 2k you know 2k you know <laughs> hey let's submit this file to playstation and xbox to get this latest uh iteration with this free dlc at the mafia trilogy version of mafia 3 and it's like oh let me grab this file oh, wait it's the original file unfortunately <laughs> so that's silly so, so if you want to go back to mafia 3 guess what you need to wait so, that's dumb it is dumb i was making the point because it is dumb so. <laughs> it's just silly it's like they should know better than this with with the amount seriously with the amount of um uh remod uh remakes and and uh redos or whatever you know remakes and remasters coming out there should be like they should know what they're i don't know i'm sure <laughs> just, i'm sure <laughs> Double fact, check. Yeah, I that, know the Mafia folks. 2 Definitive Edition dropped, but people were complaining about bugs with that thing too. So it doesn't seem like 2K actually. The, some of the conversation in the audio in Mafia 2 Definitive Edition that's currently been released is only coming out of one speaker. So that's <laughs> what's going. <laughs> so literally, like someone will be talking, and it's only coming out of the left or right speaker on there. So mm-hmm. yes, you're only getting uh, you're only getting half of your cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> only half yeah. you know hey I'm gonna break your legs but you're only hearing out of the right speaker yeah I'm gonna break <laughs> a leg just the one leg 
Oh man! So moral of the story: check your save as before you before you send that file out. I guess, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you know, once a game gets released, this kind of shows you, especially with modern console gaming, a way for the patch on there. I'm not wanting to buy or play on day one. I'm going to wait for the game to get iterated on after its release. Unfortunately, so I guess. All right. And that'll be news for this episode, gentlemen. Cool. So, and uh, we did have a main event question, uh, but we're going to go and push it forward to next episode. That way, more people can respond either on our Discord or on our Twitter on there. And the question we are proposing to you guys out there what one thing would you like to see announced at the upcoming PlayStation 5 reveal? It would be a game, uh, it could be a service, or whatever your mind thinks of on there so we did get one response so far on twitter on there but uh, we want for you to give us feedback so you can go and give us feedback at gamingvessels at gmail.com or you could go ahead and tweet us at gamingvessels on twitter as well yeah and you can also join again you can also join our our discord and uh i just want to really push that discord you know we want to well, we created it as a place for all of us gaming vessels, you know, to chat about, you know, gaming, uh, chat about your deals, chat about your experience, your gaming experiences, you know, whether it's what's going on now, nostalgia, what your plans for the future are. Just come on in and, uh, and join us. Yeah, for sure. It's a, uh, it's a posted tweet. It's a um, linked tweet. It's like it's pinned mm-hmm. on top of our account on there. So definitely take a look at that i mean me kev and des all pop in during it during the week have conversation so if you want to have a conversation with us come join us so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep so uh well thank you for bringing that bringing that information to the folks joe and deborah we're definitely uh wanting to drive folks to discord i know me myself i'm going to be pulling back more off of twitter and pushing what my uh, interactions onto the Discord, uh, be it sharing news, you know, gaming discussions and the like. Uh, I'm still going to be on Twitter, but for the for the most part, I'm just going to be trying to drive activity. Uh, my own personal uh, posts, gaming related posts, are going to be mostly focused on the Discord. So. <laughs> trying to build that community up there and we welcome any and all to join us speaking of joining us game nights are taking place on thursday 9 p.m eastern standard time 6 p.m pacific standard time typically taking place on psn uh running division 2 and monster hunter world iceborne but like we have said before we are platform agnostic because we have everything and if there's a game uh, on a platform that you would like to play, please do not hesitate to let us know what game that is, and we'll be more than happy to join you uh, for that game on uh, the platform that you have access to. Anyone out there with uh, Xbox, if you do own Deep Rock Galactic, let us know because both me and Des are interested in that title. So, yeah. Oh, yep. Uh, deep, deep. Is that that uh, where you're those miners? Dwarves. You're dwarves. Yeah, miners. Dwarves. Okay. Yep. And you run around and you beat up on bugs and you <laughs> mine stuff. Mine stuff. Yeah. Is that something you might be interested in, Kip? Because it's 30 bucks and it's uh, four player co op. 
doubt it. It's funny though, but I was look I was watching some stuff about it and I've watched some gameplay for various people have have watched and I don't know. I might I might I might have to check it out. Like I'm looking at my uh, uh I'm looking at my Xbox like, all right, buddy, this might be your time to shine. <laughs> you know? Unless I get it on Steam and then it's a big uh, womp womp for Xbox. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I may take a second look at it, but my initial uh, impression was like, eh, I don't know, but we'll see. But uh, contact. You can reach us, as mentioned before, gamingvessels at gmail.com uh, for uh, our show interactions. If you heard something you wanted to comment on or if you would like to be a part of our show where we can interview you and you can get your views, your opinions and views of gaming in general out to our the rest of our listeners, you're going to want to send that that email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Social media, I am on Twitter at shownuff71, S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. On the gaming platforms, I'm on PSN at Shownuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, Shownuff071, same spelling with 071. And Steam, Shownuff71, same spelling as before. And of course, our podcast Twitter is at Gaming Vessels. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at? Yeah, you guys can find me on the Twitters at uh, the Nemo 6 uh, T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X or you can catch me on uh, PSN at Nemotigger N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R uh, and as always if you're going to want to join us or become a friend of ours please just say how you, how you heard about us uh, mention the uh, mention the podcast and say, hey, heard you on Gaming Vessels because there's a lot of folks out there who want to be our friends and a lot of them are robots and nothing <laughs> against robots, but uh, we prefer, you know, flesh and blood people, so just just, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so uh, Joe, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter is going to be Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L on uh, PSN, on Nintendo Network, also on Steam. I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And then on Steam and Xbox, and not Steam and Xbox, Xbox and Ubi. There's too many stores. So (laughs) I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 69 nine five okay and uh again folks uh, going to want to try and drive folks to our discord you definitely want to want to check that out uh we've got that pinned and our at our uh twitter account and i'm sure it's going to be in the show notes the link is going to be in the show notes as well so definitely want to want to focus and trying to build that community up on our discord too so, folks, that's going to bring a Season 6, Episode 17 of Gaming Vessels to a close. I'm Shownuff71, signing off for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar, and Des, the Bay Area Terror. We are signing off, and we'll be back next week. Peace!